This is Coffee, Books, and True Crime. Hey guys. Hi. This is Coffee, Books, and True Crime. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. And I'm your other host, Amanda. In this episode, we'll be covering Charles Manson's mother. And we use the sources, the book Helter Skelter by Kurt Gentry and Vincent Bugliosi, and also mansonblog.com. We also ventured over to charlesmanson.com. And interestingly, um, I have a family member with uh, who had gotten some information from a penitentiary that we'll cover later in the episode. Yeah, that's super cool. They, she was there and they were out. Okay, we'll get into that later. That was awesome, though. Okay, so let's just jump right in. Charles Manson's mother is who we're going to be covering today. Charles Manson was born to Ada Kathleen Maddox. She preferred to go by Kathleen, though, so that's how we'll reference her throughout the episode. While her parents concentrated on providing her the best guidance they could under the interpretations of Christian life, Kathleen found her parents' religious ways to be fanatical and fought back, as many kids do, to the immense pressure and control placed upon her as a teen, especially from all the religious rules. You see that a lot, really. Like, the kids of the preachers, they're always the most wild ones by the time they turn like I feel like um not like normal religion but like weird religion like these weird religious interpretations always show up and it's like definitely makes um your more like vanilla religion look bad (laughs) okay so then oh she was ridiculed for wanting long hair and was told no boys no skirts and no fun as if that was not enough she also had to contend with her grandmother who was even worse about the lifestyle even more strict with Kathleen She wound up fleeing the home in 1933 when she was just 15 years old. So then, whenever Kathleen had her son, Charles Manson, he was officially named Maddox, no first name. It's unclear when he was officially named Charles Miles Manson, but Kathleen went on to meet a man named William Manson, and Charles was given his last name, becoming Charles Miles Manson. I find that interesting and she had just put Maddox on his birth certificate because I just she not care enough to give him another name was she only like did she only have the capacity to give him one name or like I just would really I'm really interested in the reasoning behind that all the things I had read I had saw that Kathleen she did not name him out of like spite or out of not wanting him yeah because when I first read that I was like wow like that's kind of a jerk move in an interview Kathleen had with Times, she told them she didn't postpone naming him for any malicious reason. She was waiting on her mother to get there. She wanted her to be the one to name him because she had put her through enough. Wait, whoa. So because Kathleen had put her mother through enough? Yes. She wanted Maybe. to let her her mother be the one to name him. As like a, sorry for being a little brat, my gift to you is getting to name my child. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. It seemed, it seemed like some boundary issues there. Yeah, especially whenever you because you can't stand your parents and their way of life, but you're gonna let them name your baby. Yeah, and, and, and that, like, I was awful, so, like, really just that, you know, and that, where did that self-blame come from? You know, I have to wonder, like, what what were her, what was that family dynamic like for her to be like, wow, I was so terrible, like, here, mom, like, name my baby, which is so odd because then she runs away, so just a really interesting dynamic there. 
I don't want to obey by your rules, but I still want to do everything in the world I can for you. I think it also speaks to the nature of parental and child relationships. <laughs> That's the therapist in you coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, like, I think, and I think, honestly, you bring up a good point because I think, like, my interest, my personal interest in true crime stems from that. Like, I always am, like, wondering, the, like, the why. And I think a lot of people do, but I'm just always, like, what happened to you to make you do this? Or why are you this way? Was it genetics? Was it your family life? Like, combination of both of those things? So I think that's interesting. Yeah. That's definitely where, that's definitely where my, my love of true crime definitely stems from. Yeah, trying to figure out what made them make certain decisions and yeah, like, yeah. like what influenced you to do this. Yeah, yeah. So to bring us back, to get back to Kathleen and why are we're talking about her in a true crime capacity. She wound up in prison by the time Charles was only five months old. She had a history of illegal behaviors like drugs, alcohol, petty theft, prostitution, you name it. If it was a way for her to get money and get by, that she was she was doing it. After three years in prison, she was released. Kathleen and Charlie went from motel to motel fending for themselves. However, Kathleen would leave Charles at home at the motel while she ran the bars. Charles described his own mother as a prostitute and a thief. Kathleen's first husband was William Manson, which is where Charlie got his last name. She was only 15 years old and six months pregnant whenever they got together. She signed on the paperwork, however, that she was 21 so that their marriage would be legal. Yeah, and I think you're already starting off with, uh, sorry to, to bring my therapy voice out, but <laughs> you're already start, you're already starting off with her leaving him at home while she ran the bars. And I'm kind of like, well, how old was he old enough to take care of himself? Because I think if you've got a four or five year old you're leaving at home to run the bars versus leaving a 15 year old there's a huge difference but she is only 15 well oh, this is going down so you know he was young and he grew up in an environment obviously where he was like i mean he's like yeah my mom was a prostitute and thief so like he was very aware as, yeah i as, think that he would have been maybe five or six probably whenever all that was happening because she was in prison by the time he was five months old and then she did three years and then they were just running around the bars and stuff and the motel to motel and and of course this is speculation but i mean if they're in motels and she's prostituting i can only assume that some of that activity is happening probably in front of him or at least in the same vicinity like hey charlie you need to go hang out in the bathroom and color some pictures maybe i mean not all not all parents will do that but hopefully (laughs) You know, don't make me feel sorry for this dude. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Do not feel bad for Charles Manson. <laughs> okay, but the marriage between Kathleen and William didn't last long. It was not Kathleen who began the divorce proceedings. It was William. He filed for divorce in July 9th of 1936, and he was listed as the plaintiff while Kathleen was listed as the defendant. William's I love, that's, Side note, I love some of these. <laughs> I know. These divorce reasons are classic. <laughs> the reasons behind the divorce are just ridiculous. Here, you'll just have to hear them. Defendant, which remember is Kathleen. Defendant refused to cook any meals. Defendant refused to do any housework or to help keep things clean. I feel like I need to reference Wine and Crime podcast right now and say epic patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Defendant persistently refused to perform her 
her marital duties during the fall season of 1934. This is two years later. That is so specific. Like, okay, so how old was she during this, when the divorce was happening again? Well, she was only 15 years old whenever they got married. So, and they, they said the marriage didn't last long. I don't have, like, exact dates for when they got married. But, but I have to say, like, okay, what 15-year-old is cooking meals and doing house chores anyways? <laughs> I know it was different. It was a different time era, but come on. I mean, I get that, you know, the woman was supposed to run the house or whatever, but really? She refused to perform their marital duties. <laughs> Reason for divorce, would not cook dinner. Wow. And then defendant is guilty of extreme cruelty for constantly nagging and berating her husband over his lack of earnings, the lack of money for dances, the lack of a home of her own, uttered in the presence of others to humiliate him. His poor little ego. No. <laughs> well, Charles' youth was spent bouncing around West Virginia and Kentucky, including long stretches in McMechan, a small town near Moundsville in Marshall County. And then this kind of takes it back to when Kathleen was out running. Though Kathleen had a baby at home to support, she still seemed to be able to get out and have a little fun with her friends. On June 5th, 1936, which would have been before William filed for divorce, because he filed for divorce in July. But on June 5th, Kathleen and another girl were taken into custody for investigation after a car accident in Eaton, Ohio. They had been hitchhiking in Ohio, and the car they were riding in struck a culvert. Eaton is a whopping 176 miles from Ashland, where she lived at this time. The girls had told the officer who responded to the accident they were, that they were 25 years old. The officer wisely thought the girls were more like 16 years old. Oh, okay, hold on. So they were picked up 176 miles from Ashland. Does that mean that she had a baby? Baby Benson 176 miles away from where they were picked up? That's am exactly I, what that means. Okay, I'm like, am I understanding this correctly? Okay. And... It doesn't I mean, really that, say, is Manson at home with William? Yeah, he is. He's not out running by himself. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the visual I had of that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay, Kathleen fled the home in 33 when she was 15. So she met, and that's whenever she met Charles, and they divorced in 36 when she was 16, 17, 18. So she would have been, like, a legal age at that time. Give or take, she could have still been 17 or turning 19, okay. depending on, like, when her birthday was and stuff. But, so back to where I was. She has the classic uh, child neglect, but the thing is, there are a lot of kids that are abused and neglected that don't turn out to do the things that Manson did. Not saying that what his mom did was okay, but she's very clearly neglecting him. She's leaving him, I mean, like, she didn't even just run to the store and leave him there like she is like she is 176 miles from him and i'd be interested to know if he was actually being watched or if he was by himself and he is still a baby at this time yeah because so that's 36 she fled home in 33 so he's only a year year and a half wow in 1939 which is three years after she was arrested for the car accident. Kathleen and her brother were both sentenced to the West Virginia Penitentiary 
for robbing a Charleston, West Virginia service station. After spending three years in that prison, Kathleen was paroled in 1942. When she returned home, she gave Manson a hug. He described that as the only happy part of his entire childhood. I wonder who was, who had Charles Manson in their custody during her, do we, do we know that? No, we don't because she was already divorced from William in July of 36 is when he filed. I almost wonder if it's a case of him not ever being like known about. So really, she could have been with anyone, I feel. Like, maybe he was with the grandma, or maybe he was with... Who knows? You know what I I mean? I think... I may be getting him confused with somebody else, but I think he spent some time with, like, cousins and aunts and uncles, too. So, yeah, so just kind of being passed around while mom's in jail. Interesting, an interesting little tidbit. Um, When my mom was touring the West Virginia State Penitentiary, one of the guards there had actually said that Kathleen Maddox was an inmate at the West Virginia State Penitentiary. So this particular guard had said that she was basically a model prisoner, so she fit fit right in uh, to the prisoner lifestyle, um, and also stated that Maddox had had told him that she sold Charles for a bottle of beer. And I, I specifically remember my mom coming home after that tour of the West Virginia State Penitentiary and telling me that story because I was just like, wow. That's nuts. I mean, he's a kid. A bottle of beer? I mean, if I'm going to trade my kid, it's not going to be for a bottle of beer. <laughs> you're you're exactly. need something a little stronger than that. <laughs> Think of how expensive adoption is these days. <laughs> no, but thinking of that, like adoption is so expensive, like ten thousand dollars plus. And back then, I'll give you a bottle of beer and you let me have your grape. That's how human sex trafficking happens. Um, exactly. That is for sure how it happens. So now we're gonna kind of jump ahead to when Charles grows up. Eventually, Kathleen left Los Angeles. Charlie drifted on to his bizarre future. For a few years, Kathleen was in touch even after Charlie had went back to prison on bad check charges. Still, she gave him everything he asked for, anything within her means, and as fast as possible. Whenever the guilty verdict was read at his trial, she had said, I'm awfully upset. I still believe that if those jurors would just talk to Charlie for 15 minutes, they could see he's mentally ill. He needs... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you said Literally. it, girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad when your mom's like, listen, just talk to him for literally 15 minutes. You're going to see all kinds of crazy. <laughs> She's like, he needs treatment. Has for years. I don't know what to do now. Just start worrying again, I guess. What's interesting about this is I think that she recognized, like, I always think it's interesting whenever the family recognizes, like, even though Kathleen was, like, not the best mother, not mom of the year by any means, she recognized that something was off and she's like yeah he needs and yeah maybe she can't pinpoint anything aside from that but i think it's interesting when the family notices like there's something wrong and clearly this is at his trial after you know she finds out everything he did but she's not questioning it she's not like no that wasn't him she's like yeah i mean yeah he's, he's messed up like talk to him for 15 minutes yeah it's not like ted bundy's mother who you know worshipped him till the very end or uh the one we just did that or luca mcnotta 
whose mom was like, literally like, yeah, it wasn't him in those videos, could have been. And it's like either serious denial or she's trying to, I don't know, cover it up or she genuinely doesn't notice something's wrong. I don't believe that. I mean, I would, I personally think that she has to know something was wrong with him or something's wrong with her. <laughs> I love that case too. I just saw where there's actually a book written that she did and I would love to get my hands on that. And we can we need to discuss that. that in a later episode. Let us know if you guys want us to read that and talk about it with you guys. But in that same interview in 1971, that was right after Manson was convicted of the Tate LaBianca killings, Kathleen stated she was five years into her third marriage with husband Gail Bauer. She had a nine-year-old daughter and lived a quiet life. She died on July 1st, 1973 at the age of 54 in Spokane, Washington. She's buried at Fairmont Memorial Park. She died at 54. That's really young. Yeah, that is super young. And, of course, you know how I am. I have to wonder how well taken care of was that daughter that she had. Yeah. I mean, did she did she learn anything from her time neglecting Charles Manson? I would hope so. <laughs> but, again, do not feel bad for Charles Manson. Don't, don't do yeah, it. That is not the purpose of this episode. <laughs> We're just saying that emotions run deep. Maddox had a daughter 
didn't end up like that. But also, was she subjected to the neglect and, and the experiences? I don't know. Yeah, or did Kathleen say, I'm going to do this one right? Yeah. Because she had been with that current husband, which, I mean, it doesn't say if that was the child's father, but she had been with that fella five years into her, yeah, she was five years into that marriage, so she had stuck that one out. Yeah, that's just, it's super interesting. Um, her, her role and her life experiences related to Charles Manson. Yeah, but that's all I've got for today, so if you guys want to, please come to our Instagram. Our handle is Coffee, Books, and True Crime. Send us a message. Send us a message. Let us know what you guys think. DM us. Leave us a comment. We love hearing from you guys. I am on our Instagram all the time just talking to you guys. (laughs) Uh, I said that like I have no life, but I don't, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, that wraps up this episode, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. This is Coffee Books and True Crime.